This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer. Hi, Richard. How are you, my dear? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. It's been a, it is definitely, it's been a great week. Yesterday was fabulous. I had a great event that I did at the Jonathan Club in Santa Monica for an incredible company called Halogen. And they put like, everybody put their name in like a bowl. Yeah. And I would, somebody pull the name out and they'd come up and I'd tell, they'd ask questions. And I did that for a lot of people and it was super fun for me. It was one of my favorite events. That is literally down the block from me. I could have just thrown a tennis ball over there and, and bonked you on the I head. Had, I had friends that were there that heard my name being announced. So they just <laughs> my file that came like, funny. Jennifer? And I'm like, yep, that's me. Yeah, it's a very nice club right there on the Santa Monica Beach, not too far from where Marion Davies had her private residence. It was a um, lot. It was a lot of fun. It was it, the company is amazing, but it was really fun. Well, that's very cool. Well, uh, I know I only have you for a short amount of time, and yeah. uh, for those tuning in in their car, uh, be careful while you're driving. Um, I was just listening to last week's podcast in my car. So I think that's kind of fun. But welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome to another edition of Hacking the Afterlife with Jennifer Schaefer. And of course, we should add Luana Anders on the flip side. Is there anybody that Luana has that she wants us to talk to or about today? Putting you in my head, which is interesting. She should be putting you in your, me, I'm sorry, me in your head. What does Lou want to talk about? You know, when she does that, sometimes it's a dream that I had, or she wants to talk about a dream, or. She just keeps saying you've been super, super busy. And she's talking about, have you already started, like, your next book? (laughs) Oh, my God. So, all right. So, let's ask Lou. Lou? What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about my next book, what it should be about? It feels like a continuation. Like yeah, a continuation. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, I've been thinking about it because, of course, you know, I've since I've met you, I've written 417 books. So, no, I'm kidding. Um, but, yeah, a, some, a friend of mine the other day said this. said, Rich, you know, you've got so many wh- wacky stories. And that's really the term, wacky. Um, you know, you should write a book about him. And I said, oh, nobody wants to hear about me and my wacky stories, you know. And I was trying to steer the conversation over to the flip side. And he was saying, eh, the flip side, you know, <laughs> people will figure right. that out. But you've met all these kind of weird people on the planet, and you should talk about that. So I, so let me ask Luana that question. Because I did, you know, make an outline of like, if I was going to do that. But then She's showing me it being both. Blending. Blending. That's my question. Okay. Well, Lou, you answered my question. The reason. Hold on. She says she gave it to you in a dream last night or the other night. She said. Okay. Said something to the whether you remember it or not. Let me. No, no. Yeah, exactly. And uh, why? (laughs) I think it's hilarious. I've had some pretty unusual dreams lately. I got to say. Right, right. As you were waking up, she said. So it wasn't necessarily your dream. Said it was like right when you were waking up. Yes. Okay. So just to clarify, Luana's our friend on the flip side. Luana's my friend who passed away in 1996. We discovered as time has gone along, she put Jennifer and me together. 
She's been orchestrating our conversations. She's our moderator on the flip side. And what she's talking about is just prior to waking up this morning, I was thinking about, huh, how would I, you know, what if I was going to write a book about that? Wouldn't it be more interesting if I blended the two? Because I was thinking about. That's what she said. She said she gave it to you as soon as you were waking very up. Very good. Okay. Well, and, and I, I think it makes sense because the questions are like, you know, the big topics, you know, is reality an illusion? What's consciousness? Are we really on the other, et cetera, et cetera. And it's kind of, that would be all my opinion. But then that coupled with kind of goofy stories about um, people on this side of the flip side, the other, you know, talking, having weird experiences where I run into somebody when I'm 10 years old, and then they play a big role in my life when I'm 30, which is unusual. Okay. What does she say? So I was asking her the question, like, so what do you guys do when you dream? And she's like, well, we don't dream, but we go into your dreams. Like they don't sleep. But I decided to ask the question. Yeah. And it's, she's like, it's way more fun for us because that's when your body is, you know, relaxed. Don't fight it. Um, so let's talk about that. Please, Lou, clarify. How do you enter a dream of somebody dreaming? <laughs> okay, sorry. She showed me yesterday and I said, was that like me being in a dream state awake? And that's why it was so good. And she's like, no, you just have gotten, you're just really good at what you do for work now. <laughs> You've learned, which means, and she's showing me, it's not about the confidence. It's about not having fear within it. So I'm, you know, I think she goes, when I, you know, when I went up on stage, there was only five names in the ball. And I said to everybody, I'm like, come on, you guys, look at me. I'm like, I'm going to make more fun of me than I am of you. Like, put your name in the ball. Like, you have nothing to worry about. You can ask about your health. You can ask about anything. Your husbands, your boyfriends, both, anything. Like, you can ask anything. And so everybody ended up putting the, you know, she just showed me in my mind how they're so scared, way more than I am. And I used to pick that up and make it my own. Yeah. And so that's kind of changed, but it was just interesting how she showed me yesterday. And then about the dream state, um, that's where we, that she goes, that's where we meet you. That's where we're able to go. That's where we meet you. And that's because we're so relaxed. Our filters are down. So you All can, she says. so you're bypassing those filters, let's say, and allowing. And so how, what's a way to, what's a way for you to craft something? It's funny. She says, she goes, and some of you are drunk when you go to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like in my twenties, maybe like going to sleep like that or whatever. But she just says, she goes, that's when you, she goes, it's super fun, but nobody remembers. <laughs> anyway. Well, how do you get someone to remember? That's the question. Repetitive, like being repetitive about the situation. Okay, Repetition. Sure. Okay. And so sort of. But in uh, different forms. So like you have a dream and then you'll have. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I had a dream that I felt it, I, because I have, I get information in my dream state. Uh -huh. I know that it's, it could be real later on. And so I woke up and wrote myself a, a letter, a note to remind somebody to talk to somebody else, to like their mom. And now they're actually visiting their mom because she's in the hospital. And I did that back in April. And so I'm like, did you talk to your mom? Make sure you call your mom. Make sure you like spend as much time with your mom as you can. 
And so they're talking about repetition. So then it was my sleep. And then I got it again when I was awake and then it happened. But so the repetition can mean, okay, show me again. She's like, you're a different case. Sorry. I'm a different uh, case because I have different things that go on, but she's saying for, for everybody else, um, it's a time where we get to play and the only thing that ruins it is their subconscious. So if, if you don't believe in stuff like that, then we're basically by ourselves having fun, which is. So funny. people block it in the morning and they go, oh, I made that up or, or they do a religious thing of like, I, you know, I don't believe in that. And, and so they kind of block it, but your people on the other side, they understand what's going on. They know that this person is blocking it, but they continue right. to do it anyway. I mean, why so do they, they bother? I don't know. So then they might show because it's repetition. So even though they might not believe it there, but then they might see a better, there's keep showing me different clients that have figured, you know, that have this, have had this happen where then they'll get a friend that they're like, you know, popping in their head and they'll call them and then they'll get a butterfly that happens. And, you know, but the friend that they called tells them about a, that they had a dream of the person that they were thinking about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's a Well, those kind of things that feel like coincidence and people, can, right. you know, ascribe to coincidence. It turns out what you're saying, Luana, is they aren't coincidence. They're repetition. And it's the idea of keep paying attention to what people are telling you because it's likely somebody on the flip side is trying to tell it to you. So I had a great, there was a really, um, there was a gentleman that was, that's a shaman. And I was in um, Sedona last weekend, which was so spectacular. It was well, that's right. It was such a gift for me to be there and to love the energy. And this group of women were just amazing. It was super fun celebrating Jessica's birthday, Jessica Alba. But she had, a, we had a shaman there at Riz. And he said when he was, he was in trance and he actually said, he goes, you know, coincidences that all of you guys had this like figured out in 1990 to make this happen today. If you think about how the telephone, like what created the telephone or what created the, like the email that caused you to have that, like all this stuff to make it to where we're here right now was planned years and years and years and years ago for this moment. And it's right. kind of, so I was just being shown that because it really like, yeah, some of these coincidences, you know, if, if time is more of an illusion over there, because like you said, which I really, it really stuck, you know, stuck with me where you said, well, over there, you're watching your past, present, future all at once, right? Yeah. So that's why time isn't, but here we don't get to see that. We, no. don't, we don't get to see our past lives or, you know, we don't get to see our all the lives that we've had. And we, you know, we've asked this quite a few times to people on the other side is to say, well, how did you orchestrate this thing? And then somebody said, look, when you're outside of time, it's very easy to orchestrate things, to have the person that you're thinking of have the radio DJ put that song on at the exact moment you're going to drive by this person's house. It's not hard for them to do it because I was asking, you know, they program all music months in advance. So it was like, how did you do that? Well, when you're outside of time, not so hard. So Lou, is there anybody you want us to talk to today? We had some wonderful guests last week. Who's that? I think John wants to talk about Paul McCartney. Okay, Mr. Lennon, you're always yes. welcome here. Please come forward. And now how do you, are you seeing him or is that 
Well, you showed me Paul McCartney, and then I saw John Lennon come up. Okay, so let's John. We all know that Paul McCartney's still here. Yeah, we all do. And for those who've read uh, Backstage Pass or Flipside, they know that I I stayed at uh, his son's house once, and he woke me up. So, yeah. John, what would you like to say to us today? Please, the floor is yours. Oh. Music and the people you share music with is a great repetition for people to remember, to have in their memories and to get invoked when they're no longer on the planet. That's an easy thing for them to show because it's just matriculating energy and getting that song to play or getting you in the right spot where you hear it at a, you know, you hear it in a store or something that has to do with them that have crossed on, that have passed over. So let me ask you, sir, have you been doing that as of late with- uh, Paul, yeah. Well, they're working Paul. On, okay. They're working, they're working why on, is that? It's fun. And it's Paul, fun. And have you guys been working on uh, tunes together? I know you said you did, so. There, yeah. Or, yeah. Sorry, my camera. Where are you, camera? Or, okay. I'm holding up for those driving in the car. I'm holding up the Beatles' complete chord songbook. It just happens to be right next to me. Would you like <laughs> me to sing a couple of songs? I'm kidding. So, John, tell us. All right. So, listen, I want to ask you something. This is maybe personal, but uh, recently, May Pang came out with a, a documentary. I haven't seen it yet. Um, you know who that is, John. What do you want to say about that documentary, if anything? And you don't have to. It's none of my business, but I just thought I'd ask. He's like, it was a, it was an experience. Okay. I mean, it's, uh, you know. There was a connection. There was a connection. Okay. I haven't seen the I documentary. I've read about it. I haven't seen it, but I just. Neither one of us have seen it, but. I do know she talks about the connection between the two of you. But so, if you could just talk about that a little bit, because, of course, it happened in the midst of your long relationship with your wife, Yoko. And she was apparently the person who chose May, who was her assistant, to run off with you for, I think it was supposed to be a couple of weeks, but it turned into like a year and a half. What was that yeah. about? Please. It feels like he hurt her pretty bad. That's she right. she said she had no resolution. That was the pain because you were obviously taken from all of us suddenly. So he, he she was never able to resolve. However, she said you guys spoke a lot on the telephone for the years ensuing years until she couldn't talk to you anymore. But what is something you'd like to say to her? And please uh, forgive me if I'm stepping anyone's toes. But I know that she's very tight with Julian because he appears in the documentary. I just know that. I haven't seen it. He's saying family is family, even if people don't understand it. Family is family. What do you mean? Do you mean that she's part of your family? Yes. So in essence, what you're saying, so when you when you first started dating this person, and she, the way she described it in the article that I read was that it was like she was shocked that you would be, even be interested. And then apparently you guys really sort of got along well. Anyway, if you want to talk about it, please go ahead. It was more like therapy. Um, I was needing another outlet. 
And I feel like she was there to like make him think differently or make him um, with his behaviors. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause he was yeah. hanging out with his pals in LA and probably imbibing too much, but at the same time, so I, it, I listen, please, it was pre-planned. It was oh. pre-planned. Mm-hmm. It was planned in advance. And so what I would you like to say? Sorry again. I, he's mentioning something with roses or a rose. Like there's something with a rose name. Um, Do you mean roses, the flower or somebody named Rose? It's the way he thought of her. Like she's a rose. I don't know. Okay. Let's allow that. She may understand that more than we would. That might be a direct reference to something that she would understand if she ever tunes into our podcast. If she still has it, I feel there's something with it. Yeah. There's something to do with a rose or something that smells like roses or or like a, a drawing of a rose. You were a great drawer. Or just R-O-S-E. So I'm not sure. There's just something with it that I'm feeling I'm not. But will sure. she understand what, what you're referring to? Um. Yeah, she'll understand. Okay, that's she'll it. understand that, like I saw the angel wing or the feather for his son. Julian. That's right. Okay, and there is a story behind the white feather foundation, something he named for you. All right, very but- good. Anything you want to say to Sean or John? I'm or Julian, Julian or Sean, your two boys. I talk to Julian regularly. Sean's in a little. He's laughing, but he's like Sean's in a little rough patch. So I don't know what that means. Okay, a, a little bit harder. It could mean that he has two options for relationships or something. I don't know. Like he's laughing about it, so it's not like a real rough patch. It's some <laughs> stuff he's going through. Okay, very good. Anything to Yoko you'd like to say or mention? She sees him all the time. Beautiful. I know you've spent. And lo- he says he loves what she's doing with the arts. That's so cool. I know that we've talked to Cynthia before. I know you got to go. Let's just ask anything about Cynthia. I know you've been hanging out with Cynthia. Um, and Julian really keeps the, the flame lit for her. Anything about uh, Cynthia, your your first wife? He just keeps, like, she's playing guitar. Like, they're playing guitar together. That's just what I keep seeing. That's so cool. Well, John, you get the last word, sir, because I know Jennifer has to go. Please. Music is magic. It's a repetition of, of frequencies that sometimes you hear it and your body tingles. He's like, that's us. And we give you that when we come back. Um, about the dogs next door. Um, and to listen to like specific notes because they do, he's showing me how they lift your heart. So I don't know, the G chord or whatever you want to call it. You know, saying that it's true. It lifts your heart. And he's like, music is meant to do that. That's why we create music. That's why you listen to music. He's like, make your own music. Or what is it that lifts your heart? Write write your own music. Write your own songs. Share it with others. It doesn't mean it has to be all over the world, but it's whatever it means to you. 
And that frequency and that resonance allows us to be in a different zone so that we can... Uh, repetition of it is easy to remember. So you remember the lyrics, you remember the songs, remember where you were, because it's a point in time when it gets played. And also when we hear it, music that you've played and you sang, we're able to connect to your frequency. Yeah. And to invite you to come and join us in whatever we're doing, celebration. Oh, that's so funny. I'm like, what about Paul? And he goes, nothing about Paul. I just didn't know if you'd recognize me. I'm like, okay, John. So I understand you've mentioned that you were helping John with his music and you do visit him frequently. Um, but I, he, is he aware of that, like for sure? Or is that just a rough feeling? That, you, that you're talking about that John sees. Um, Paul McCartney. Okay, you said the other way around, hold on. Oh, sorry. He says, I talk to him at least once a day and he fills it. He goes, it's like at the same time or the same day, like he fills oh, it. There was a wonderful clip on uh, uh, somewhere recently where a light passed through the room, right? When, where they were interviewing him and he That's looked him. up at the light and he said, that was John. Was that you? That was him. He says, that was a lot of us. It took a lot of us to do that, but yes. That was a lot of us. Okay, very good. So what do you mean a lot of us? Would that be Paul's parents and Paul's friends or you and others or who? Who else would help you with that? Luana, whoever knew him. Whoever knew him. Just create that wave. Live on camera. Anyone look that up? The moment that Paul McCartney said he saw John Lennon in the middle of an interview. It's beautiful. I might have seen it. I'm not sure. I remember hearing about it. Yeah, it's really cool. I know you got to go, Jennifer. I'm so sorry. All right. Well, it's okay. No worries. We're so glad we were able to catch you. And next week we'll go extra, extra long. <laughs> extra long. Maybe we'll do a weekend edition of this. A uh, weekend edition. We like that. Okay. Uh, thanks to all the people who tuned in today. Thanks to all Thank the people you. on the flip side. Thanks to you, Mr. Lennon. We appreciate you stopping by. Thank you, Luana, for bringing all the people that you bring in. And thank you, Jennifer, for giving us space to hear their voices yet again. Yet again. All we right. love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Love, Bye. love. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on Gaia.com via Amazon Prime.